what time it is, buddy. Yes, sir. It's the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, I am your host, Animal Brown. Animal underscore Brown on all things social media. All day. We do this every week on Wednesday. We give you the latest and greatest in hip-hop news. Most it's, definitely. It lives, it's you. It airs live on the On Deck TV network. Also, check out FSP. Also, check out the Ladies Room Podcast. FSP is every Monday. Last night, they gave you the college football preview. Yeah, I had to miss that, man. I can't do nothing. College football is the worst sport in America. That's not accurate. I promise. WNBA. Oh, okay. You're right. It's the second well, worst sport in America. Then hockey. I go to a hockey game live did you before know? I do anything about I didn't college know football. Though. Shout out to Hidden Colors 3. Okay. Did you know black people started hockey? I had no fucking clue. What no happened? No fucking clue. What happened? Because we didn't end it. It got cold. That's they a was good act- point. They actually played field hockey first in Africa, and then they no way tough. <laughs> they used an adaptation <laughs> of the game, and it went over to Canada. The first actual hockey team, though, was all black. Ain't Ice that, hockey team. Too. Ain't that some shit? Crazy. They had all this shit. Hidden colors, man. If y'all ain't seen hidden colors, you got to check that out. One, two, and three, but that was all three. Oh, uh, like you said, man, every week we do this. It's the On Deck TV podcast, man. Go check out all our stuff. iTunes, uh, Instagram. Stitcher Radio. Lou, Stitcher. Uh, Twitter. I am Spike Lou. Yeah, man. Um, Don't forget, if you're listening to this, we're recording this on a Tuesday. If you're listening to this, there's a new ladies room up. Please go check that out. Shout out the ladies of the ladies room. Um, they probably talking some freaky nasty shit. I don't know. That's no, what they normally do. The the discussion this week is how to address women, how to talk to women. Really? So, yes. Miss uh Anne Marie, Miss Rizzo, yeah. Miss Leanne and Miss yep. Khalifa are gonna school us on how they should be talked to. I clearly should have been a guest on the show. I don't believe it. School all my young boys out here on I, what to say and how to say it. What they need to do. Is tell how wheezy <laughs> you can't sing the women like he was trying to the other week. <laughs> but last night, Jay and um, Coach Locke, they were spewing a lot of blasphemy with the Whoa. college football picks and how wheezy did come in and save them. Oh, okay. He did save them on a lot of the college football picks. So shout out to how wheezy for that, though, man. What you have shaking this weekend? Man, listen, uh, we missed Kevin Gay's show on Sunday. Sold out. It was sold out. I'm not going to lie, I did not foresee that coming. I didn't think he was going to sell out. Was it Sunday or Monday? It was Sunday. But a nigga did hit that side how the Prince show up on on Monday, though, at the Smith's Old Bar. Who? Side of Prince. Oh. And I'm saying it now after I walked out of that show and thought, this dude is the hardest dude out of good music. That's impossible. Lyrically. That's impossible. I promise Dude, Pusha call. T is still on good music, correct? He, he's still there. Okay. Him and his braids are still on good music. He does need to cut the braids, but Big Sean is there as well, correct? This is true. Okay, Him so and his new 15-year-old girlfriend, Ariana Grande, are there. Who is that little girl? She looks 12. She was shaking MTV Awards. She's 21. You reverse them numbers, she looks 12. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm just Big saying. Big Sean looks 15. <laughs> I mean, like that he got the height of a 15-year-old. Exactly. They got a cool high school couple thing going on. <laughs> No, nah, but real talk though, Saha Body did he play joints off his um that Black History Project, which is super slept on. Uh-huh. He nice though, bro. I, I'm gonna keep it real. He killed it. I just it. couldn't commit to going to see him live because I don't really know nothing. Like I, I nah, I, I've listened to his mixtapes, but I never double back. 
Mm. You don't learn. I don't learn none of the songs and like that. I mean, he can good. He, he can rap his ass off. I say that, but he just nobody. I go check out live. Yeah, he got to work on his on his music making ability, his yeah. song making ability. You speaking of song making, you said he was on that Yeezus, dude. He got a Grammy for that. Um, for that new slaves, wow. and I was like, how? Let me do some research. Uh-huh. This motherfucker has nine writing credits out of ten of the songs on Yeezus. Which <laughs> who knew that? That's Only he crazy. He, he did mention though the reason why he doesn't drop as much music as his good music counterparts is that he soaks up a lot of game from Kanye. He said during the whole recording of it, uh, Yeezus, he was in Hawaii with Kanye at his house and helped mm. him with the recording of it. So he helped him with the writing of it too. Clearly, who He's, knew? How much he give for that? He got a Grammy. It, that that automatically boosts you up, and he probably is writing on other people's shit nobody's, now. Oh, okay, he's writing. Not for say nobody's getting a shy high, uh, side high feature. No, nah, but they mm-hmm. getting that that sixteen though. Yeah, they'll do that. He can write sixteen for Iggy y'all there. <laughs> oh, and get a check off of it, fat boy chick. Okay, <laughs> I ain't mad at that at all. All right, man. All oh, right, hold man. on, that Jeezy drop. I need to. I need to know. Yeah. First imp- Oh, it didn't drop. It leaked. It leaked. Tell me. First listen, mm-hmm. is it meeting expectations, exceeding expectations, mm-hmm. or is it a little bit below expectations? I need that answer right now. Go. Okay, seen it all, autobiography. Right, Jesus was t- he was gassing it. Oh my God, vlogs, Ooh, interviews, the whole he was nine. Gassing it, ninety three premium BP. So uh, I was, I'm, I'm expecting like. To be blown away A classic? Are you expecting a classic? I ain't even gonna say I was for a minute But then I thought about it Realistic You you know realistically You can't really do that right now But it's banging though It's a a real good album I ain't mad that it ain't 103 Because 103 was terrible to me Mm. Yeah Yeah, it was 103 had nothing on it This right here is back to like Almost in a recession mode Oh shit Somewhere like it, yeah, like he doing his thing on here. Some some dope songs on this. A couple of little leave outs on there too, but he did his thing on there. Yeah, I checked it out. I'm, I got to give it another run through though. To be honest, I've been on that G Unit heavy. Um, I don't believe that. That Jeezy that is super cool, but I do got to run it back though before I get my just all the way review on it. I'm gonna get into you being on that G Unit heavy later, but since we're talking <laughs> about Jeezy, yes, he recently was on the Under the Influence tour, right? Right, him and Wiz, and somebody was killed. Woo! Backstage party promoter, actually an infamous party promoter out in that neck of the woods in uh, California, in the Oakland. Right, right. Um, he was killed after an altercation backstage. Crazy. And later, Jeezy was pulled over. Right. Yep. The tour bus. Tour bus was pulled over, and Jeezy was arrested for having automatic an automatic rifle. What are you doing with an automatic rifle? Tip. Five people were arrested for the same gun, first and foremost. They can do that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they can charge as many people as they want as long as all y'all in the vicinity. If it was 20 niggas on the bus. Yes, every, all 20 niggas are going to jail. For one strap. Yes. Wow. Even, a nigga can be like, it's mine and everything. If they want to charge you for it, they can take everybody. That's how they did Wayne. Tough. All right. Yeah. So, they locked Jesus up. They gave him a million dollar bond. Is that not normal? No. Okay. Hell no. <laughs> Fuck no, nigga. <laughs> and and what I read and what I seen from the research that I done, they said Jeezy may know a little bit more about the killing than he's mm. let known. Now is not the time right. to be knowing about killings, bro. Now, 
Did you want to share the story your friend told you? Or do you want me to get in my conspiracy theory about this? Oh, uh, okay. Hold on. Let me let me get my story okay. from my my I Oakland. Theory. I got a theory about this. My Oakland Connect. She told me to shout her out, or she was going. I was going to be next. I said, God damn. I said, Hey, look, my Oakland Connect cash. She was at the show. Mm-hmm. She told me, little buddy, like you mentioned, dude was a pretty popular. Um, promoter in the city He yep. was very well respected He was so well respected That Jeezy came and did the show On the cheap ticket He did it for 10 bands He gave them 5 up front And 5 on the back end Now yeah, when I they Jeezy I wouldn't move for 10,000 That's crazy He went across the country for Fuck 10 that. So when they go backstage To get them last 5 bands Which he probably was going to blow on uh, whatever Get that to it nigga He probably throw that to somebody Got to Nigga They said the promoter Reached in his pocket To give him the money And then for whatever reason One of Jeezy's security guards And one of his entourage Like pushed the shit out of the buddy Some kind of fight ensued Next thing you know it He gets shot He ends up in the hospital He dies mm. He ended, They ended up saying He had like 30,000 in his pocket At the mm. time mm. How, Why you You gotta be very respected To walk around with 30 bands In your pocket Like it ain't just shit though You do um. So man, like, but the but the cloudiness is happens when the scuffle and the shooting and them jeezy and them dipping. We don't know what happened in between them, but I mean, I wouldn't say it's it's looking bad, but it, it ain't looking good either. I don't think it's it ain't gonna be bad for jeezy. I don't think. Uh, to me, one or two things happen here. One is a conspiracy theory, and one is probably more realistic. Okay. One, the reason that jeezy got that high as bail. Police questioning him about the shooting because they were clearly arrested afterwards. Right. And obviously, probably nobody with Jeezy or Jeezy had anything to say. Of course. That ain't how it go. Like, I don't know what happened. If I do know what happened. And I'm sure they canvassed the scene and said, well, dude that shot him was running with them earlier. Mm. So that's why you right, give him a high-ass bond trying to keep him out there for a couple more days before he can get out so you can do some more investigating or whatnot. Okay. That's one theory. So he may know what happened and may not be saying nothing, so they're trying to go hard at him for that million-dollar bond. Isn't somebody in the crew supposed to be like, all right, this me, and not have Jeezy take the fuck? Like, this is the absolute wrong time. Is he not going to look out for him? It's, of course, the wrong time, but that's that's really on – I think the police and the DA is charging them like they uh, they want the publicity of saying we got Jeezy out here, not some random ass nigga that's in an entourage. But two though, he, listen to my theory. Hear okay. me out. Okay. All right. Every interview Jeezy has did leading up to this release is about him taking his career to the next level. Leader. I'm not a rapper. I'm more like Pop. I'm like Malcolm X. Right. I'm trying to get niggas together. I want to do this and do this. He was on the ground in Ferguson. He said. He took the pictures in front of the store. Right. Now, when you start talking like that, the wrong intent well, I the wrong antenna started to go up. That's true. So they could have just floated this out the this little charge to Jeezy. And I'm talking about the whole establishment and the man from him saying that he wanna be a leader and he more than a rapper. I think people might be scared of his influence. As uh, soon as Pac start talking about thug too life soon. and niggas hooking up. He died. Too soon. Soon as Malcolm X, who he also comparing himself to, started not talking about killing white people and unifying <laughs> black people, he got killed. Hashtag too soon. I'm telling you, man, like it's a conspiracy. Like they don't want Jeezy to capitalize. Like this was going to be a hell of a run, press run for this CD. It was. And they just dented and put a big ass hole in it. So my conspiracy theory is 
that the almighty all seeing eye was listening, watching Jeezy. <laughs> he does have the Illuminati on the front. Tough. And the they, had to, they had to pump them brakes. Like, no, bro, you're not going to get the biggest pop. You're not going to get on this leadership. It's Black Panther shit. Nope. Let's lock him up. Let's kill this little thrive. Let's make people forget about him. Let him out in two weeks. Mm. Calm him down and put him back out. Here. That'll Tell be you. ugly. That's how it happened, dog. It's America. I don't America know, man. Don't give a fuck about us. I I know uh, somebody else got caught a couple of bullets this weekend. Oh my god! How many times Suge Knight gonna get shot, dude? Marion Suge Knight. How many times will he get shot? They said he got hit six times. This nigga's not human. First off. <laughs> If you get hit six times. This nigga 6'4", 300 pounds. How do you miss you? That's true. Okay. I forgot he a big ass nigga. How you miss the nigga though? No, no. How do you miss him? He got hit six times. Ain't nobody miss him. No, I'm saying not kill him though. Oh. I'm shooting at a big nigga like that. You got to take him down. Hey man, but the news reports are circling. First, it was gang related. Second, they were aiming for Chris Brown. Third, mm-hmm. uh, like nigga. Why the, would they be aiming for Chris Brown? Was some Chinese ninjas? I'm doing. They all mad at him or something? <laughs> Young Karuchi. Karuchi mad at him. Now, Chinese I don't, ninjas is out. I don't know why they would be aiming for for Chris Brown, but Cat Williams was on TMZ and kind of cleared it up. They asked him they what's going on. Cat Williams cleaning shit up. Cat, you know, you, you, hey, the last nigga you need to clear stuff up Cat is Cat Williams because he's probably going to make it even more confusing. And he's going to be high. And he's going to be gone off that shit. <laughs> so you let me know if this makes any sense to you. This They asked him about if it was gang related. Now, this is what he said. And I quote, now, if you're an idiot, you can believe this was about Suge Knight. But Suge Knight has been accessible every day of his life for 20 years. We know who who they were aiming at. We know whose life he saved, and we know why they won't talk about it. If it was gang-related, then why didn't it happen thoroughly? End quote. Mm. So supposedly he was protecting, like the rumor is he was protecting Chris Brown. Why he would do that, one, I don't know. Two, who would be shooting at Chris Brown, I have no, I don't know that either. A lot of niggas want to shoot at Chris Brown, though, I'm sure. Why? He beat up Rihanna. That was 10 years she ago. She had them shotters out there, man. <laughs> You're not going to have them shotters. She had them shotters out there. <laughs> nah, but that's crazy, though. And six shots. I ain't taking no bullet for Chris Brown if I'm, if I'm uh, Suge Knight. It ain't no fucking way in the world. Right. They're not that cool. Nah. He, may, he might owe Suge Knight some money. Suge Knight trying to make sure he ain't die. Because <laughs> Suge Knight need all that. He need every dime of that. But look, though. Speaking mm. of beef. Okay. Every week it's a reoccurring thing. Jim Jones took the Instagram. He did. And Jim Jones called Dane Dash a culture vulture. He called him a thief. Yeah. He said he wasn't real. That's crazy. I do not know. Did he erase it? Did he take it down? I'm not sure. It was on IG. It was about it 50 pages long. Yeah. Like he, he had a whole, like he had a picture of Dame. No, it's still up if y'all want to go check no, it out. So he even came down off of it. He had a picture of Dame, and for the record, Dame looks 96 pounds soaking wet. Uh, I don't know what happened, but anyway. he And the caption reads, this nigga here is the real culture vulture and thief. Fuck faggot. Laugh out loud. Back to my day. Hmm. So Dame goes, and he has this big four-page letter on his Instagram addressing the situation, claiming he has no clue why Jim Jones is going in. And claiming, like, why would you do that? We're supposed to be on the same side. Blah, 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 blah. Now, if you go on 
Um, what's my man? If you go on Dame Dash shit, it says no post right now. What? He done yes. blocked everybody. Done deleted his Instagram. I think his his Instagram is active. It's got all the hundred forty five k followers, twenty eight hundred posts, but it says no post yet. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that means. Why are they beefing, dude? Why now? Oh, Come on, Jim Jones. Are you bored? Partners, they were partners in the Vamp Life Clothing. That okay. That was Dame Dash's first mistake. That's Partnering one. up with Vamp Life, Vampire Life the, Clothing. The knock off Louis V logo. Bruh. Uh secondly, I think they had some music or something out together. Did they not? Like, have they not been working on music together? Dame Dash been working on some album that'll never come out. But look though. And that nobody cares about. To the point though. Okay. I agree with Dame Dash though. Like come like Not on here. Tough. On okay. here. Right. Cause his response was like you a grown ass man, Jim John. You forty years old. I'm forty plus. Right. You take the Instagram, my nigga? Like you know me. Yeah. Like you you on record as saying like you look up to me, motivate me. So whatever it was, it was that fucking egregious that you gotta put it on Instagram instead of hitting me up? Yeah, I'm hot at him for that. So unless Dane been like ducking his calls or something like that. I can see that. I can see Dame ducking his calls, but okay. even then, like how much of a loss are you like tied into with Dame Dash where you taking the answer? Like just don't fuck with the nigga no more. Famous words from my from Bronx Tale, my favorite fucking movie. If twenty dollars is what you let that nigga borrow and he never speak to you again, and it's all it took for him to get out of your fucking life. True. Let him have it and go on, dude. You don't want to deal with Dame Dash, don't deal with Dame Dash, but don't be thirty six putting him on Instagram and going back and forth. <laughs> like that ain't cool at all of Jim Jones, my nigga. Jim Jones need a song. Exactly, dude. Like I'd rather hear it in a diss song. Okay, now that would have been straight, that, dude. Like, like throw a little quick line or a jab in there at that nigga or something, man. Call him broke or something again. Like, but don't, don't tell me you got a problem with this nigga and don't even elaborate and just leave it there. Like, nah. Yeah, cool. Jim Jones, you tripping, man? Cam got a nice little wave going right yeah, now with his first of the on. month shit. Jump on that. Get a and coast on. Stop making movie. them bullshit t-shirts. <laughs> then you won't be mad at Dame for raping you for making them bullshit t-shirts. Dame, pretty. Dame probably just owe him a little money. Moving on. Tough. It's Twitter beef. Again. Lupe fiasco. Oh, man, this is good. Yeah, this is good. I like this. Lupe and Kid Cudi. So, let me tell you why Kid Cudi is hot at Lupe. And you tell me. You got to explain to me why because I don't get it. Okay. Lupe took to Twitter and said, look, $500. Listen up, my fans. $500 will get you a personalized verse from me catered strictly to you. You can even come to the recording of it for an extra 500 And Lupe is like, dude, give me the subject matter, the beat, and I will cater it to you. It's not a collaboration. He wants to make that very clear. Mm-hmm. That's going to run you about 50 bands. <laughs> but this right here will be $500. And Kid Cudi took the Twitter and threw hella shots at Lupe, and I don't understand why. Kid Cudi was basically saying, like, so what Kid Cudi came out and said was like, y'all be suspect of this. My fans support his music by his CDs, but don't be too quick to give him $500 for a verse. Mm. What are you doing differently from your CDs in which you're selling and making a lot of money? For $500. But he's personalizing it, so I get it. But I could see where a nigga like Kid Cudi, who is a, ain't he on the label? Yeah. You, you part of a system. And I think what Lupe is trying to do here is buck the system. And if you yeah. buck the system correctly, 
it's gonna be a trend, and I don't think Kid Cudi think he gonna be able to be a part of that trend, so he wanna deter that right now. Like y'all don't go start giving this nigga five hundred, so y'all can be trying to get me to do a verse for five hundred, and I can't do it because I ain't as creative as Lupe. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't see why he was mad. Sound like a bunch of, of hating. It sounds like hating, dog. It sounds like hating, and, and Lupe is the Lupe? wrong one. You can't you can't do it with a nigga like Lupe, man? He too smart. He said, "Oh, five hundred is too much for my verse." That nigga, a fucking nerd, dude. Like he gonna know every like nerds pride themselves in knowing shit that you don't know. <laughs> he said, "Oh, you knocking me for five hundred? How much you charging for them Giuseppe's you got dropping next year?" Yeah, for those who don't know, Kid Cudi got his own line of Giuseppe's coming out. How much? I've never seen a pair of Giuseppe's for less than five hundred dollars. Not real, less than seven. Right. So these probably gonna be nine to a band, and they ain't even came out yet. Luke. And you know what his response was? <laughs> Cricket, Cricket nigga. nothing. What are you doing out here, kid? Cut you calling me out for giving niggas a personalized verse for five hundred, but you selling Giuseppe's for seven plus, and you ain't even getting nothing from it. You probably getting like a percent, two percent. Come on, good. Don't do it with Lupe, man. Don't do it. Hey, what was funny though? The whole time they were going back and forth, they were using Kermit emoji. I mean, Kermit like memes. <laughs> That's what made it funny. But them niggas was serious though. Them niggas is funny. I fucks with Lupe for that though. That's a cool concept and idea. I, I ain't gonna I get, lie. I get Jeezy five hundred for a verse. That's what I'm saying. Or if Boosie, bro, if Lupe was my favorite rapper right yeah. now, like if I just I really roll with Lupe, and I could send him something with a subject matter, with personalizing with my name and anything, and and a little beat, Let's I'm do doing it. that. We might need to go and get him to do the uh, intro for the show. Ooh. Send him five hundred for the intro on deck show. That'd be hard though. Be hard. I'm thinking about we that. I'm glad that. you mentioned that. Yeah, we might do that. All right, hold on. Moving on real quick though. First of all, for the record, this show is entitled, what is this entitled? What a classic is. Like the definition, the definition of, a, of classic. a classic. On Dicks goes into the classics. The definition of a classic. We're going to give you our 10, our 10 classic albums, our interpretation of what we think a classic is and what's been classic to us of all time. And what made it a classic. Mm-hmm. I say that because I know both of us have this next artist on our list, T.I. Mm-hmm. He dropped a new song. Was it the new national anthem? Yeah, new national anthem. Now I listen to it. It's actually a pretty dope song. It's mm-hmm. touching on a lot of the issues. Obviously, the Ferguson stuff going on, the mm-hmm. Trayvon last year. My question is: Is this single that he just dropped a genuine, heartfelt mm-hmm. song, mm-hmm. or a marketing ploy to pump his new album Papers, which mm-hmm. should be around the corner? I think for Ti, and it ain't nothing wrong with this. That it's both. Because mm. T.I. ain't the type of person to me. He don't speak out on a lot of stuff. But when he do, he he will say stuff about shit. Right. He'll tell you how he feel about it. Like, no trans, I mean, all transparency and everything. He will. So I feel like that he put this out like just perfect timing. It's just great timing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm smart enough to speak on it. And it's going to get me attention. So I'm going to run with it. And I like the song. I think it was a great idea. I do like the song. And I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't have wanted it to be nobody else but T.I. Like, he the only one that could have did Jeezy that. Jeezy could have done that? No, not that. Okay. Because T.I. T.I. is one of the, the better sh- lyrical street rappers. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he can equate exactly what we're trying to hear and make it 
good for the hip hop rap people heads too. You know what I'm right. saying? So I fuck with Ti for that. I'm fucking with it, man. Of course, he's not the only rapper making songs or speaking out on Ferguson. J. Cole re- released a record, too. Right. Uh, I, I like that record. He's kind of singing on it a little bit. It's got it, like a it dark took me tone. By surprise. I couldn't. I listened to it once, and I really couldn't get into it. You're going to have to run back that back. Yeah, I'm going to double back on that. And then, of course, um, who is this guy on BuzzFeed? There's an article on BuzzFeed. That was going in. Reggie Ugwu, U-G-W-U. He criticized rappers for not being more vocal about Ferguson. Yeah. He speaks out against people like Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, yeah. um, j- people, the higher tier rappers, and saying that they should be saying something, they should be doing something and bringing awareness to Ferguson. Is that in line or out of line? First of all, I don't know who this Mr. Uggwo is. You ain't gotta know him, dude. He's nah, just for BuzzFeed. I need to know where his I need to know who this guy is. Because okay. if he's there, and he's typing this from the ground zero. That's one thing. Okay. But if he's sitting back in his office saying that they should be doing something that's different. It, that's, that changes the perspective. But, I mean, like you said, you don't know Reggie Ugwu. You're right. If he was, <laughs> there, we, if he was there, we wouldn't care, though. And I think You're what right. he's saying is if that people like Jay-Z were there, at least spoke on it, Wayne were there, at least spoke on it, that it would gather more traction out here and we probably could get some more accomplished. I, I did see I disagree. I think I, if, if if a rapper like Wayne spoke on this, it would be an uh, the one of the biggest reaches of the year cuz this is not Wayne's lane. Mm-hmm. And it you, would be unauthentic, not genuine, and it would just seem like a reach. And and you know what? I totally agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Because a dude like Reggie Ugu, though I'm not I haven't read up on his stuff, but for him to come out and say that I feel like it's a reach. If, it's, it's a reach, of course. But if you got the uh, if you got enough traction as to where they reporting about you and where I got the information from, which yeah. was Hip Hop DX, and you on Buzzfeed, then you bring as much awareness as you can to it, right? And don't point fingers at other people for not doing it. We get too involved as black people worrying about what other people are doing and what they ain't doing, and I'm doing all of this and they ain't doing nothing. They ain't got nothing to do with you, right? You not don't at sign all. They chicks. You know what I'm saying? You can't make them be there and not give them give you something that ain't authentic. If they don't care about it, then they don't care. Not to say that they don't, but right. they came out and said nothing. So you ain't got to address them about not saying nothing. Like you said, I don't think it would be authentic if Wayne came out and said something about Ferg because that's not his lane. It's not, man. It's the same thing with Jay-Z. Like, it, it, it ain't what he do. And I, don't, I wouldn't even expect him to compromise partnerships that he got with people in corporate America, anything of that nature, to come out and say something about this because it would just ring false, man. Right, like, it, it ain't gonna be true. Like, who's gonna listen? Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, a nigga like Killer Mike is down there on the ground. A nigga like Talia Kweli was down there on the ground, and they had very, very good feedback. Right, right. Um, and, and that's where it should stay. Like with people yeah. that actually give a fuck. Just because you Jay Z, you ain't gotta care about Ferguson. You really get don't. On the news, dude. Like, really I don't, don't expect him to do that. Just to grab and ride the wave of the headline, mm-hmm. like that's not cool. Yeah. But honestly, though, and that's us as and another thing. I think that's just us as a, a people trying to put too much on rappers. Like, yeah. ain't all we got, dude. Like, no, it ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because they ain't down there, a lot of people that are down there and they're all on the front lines that are fighting and stuff. I definitely disagree with this dude. Like, it ain't their job to come out and say that. Though it would be nice. Nah, it would be okay. But like, I'm gonna be real. 
if you're not going, if you're going to go down there, you, the, the CNN is going to put the cameras in your face. MSNBC is going to put the cameras in your face. Mm-hmm. If you're not at the very least on par to what Killer Mike was on CNN, stay at home. Nigga, decline the interview, yeah, bro. Or better yet, or better yet, what he would do could have said and what would have made a lot more sense is that Jay Z, Lil Wayne, and whoever else this. In that upper echelon, should be sending a, a, a representative down there. Most Somebody definitely. should be down there speaking on everyone's behalf that's offended by this, and they shouldn't be out there speaking on our behalf. Right. Like, it should include them. Like, somebody should be down there speaking, including them. You know what I'm saying? So, Killer Mike interview on CNN oh, was a man. 10. That was a class. That, I've never, ever seen a rapper on a news program, any type of cable, cable syndicate, anything like that, come out and handle themselves at will. He bodied it. That white woman wanted to suck his dick after that. Interview. She did. God, she really did. He killed that. She that said, was "Perfection." Mm. It was like he stuck that landing, and like this is a look. This I, I need, and I fucks with Slim Thug, but mm-hmm. I need niggas like Slim Thug to take notes. Yeah, because he was on CNN last year asking about the definition of a thug, and he was, you know what I'm saying this, and you know what I'm saying that, and that's cool. But did, like he got his boss life shirt, mm-hmm. he plugging and shit. No, dude, right. get on there, study that killer mic, get your answers down packed, and do it that way, or don't do it at all. Killer, killer Mike, by the way, went to Morehouse, well educated guy. Oh, most deaf. And um, he was on what Combat Jack Hill or something. No, nah, he was mm-hmm. on a uh, Brilliant Idiot. And he was on Breakfast Club too. And Breakfast Club, I ain't seen that yet. But he had he had an amazing interview on Brilliant Idiots too, man. Y'all catch up with Killer Mike. Man, real quick before we hit this song break and we get to these classics, because I'm dying to know what bullshit you got on yours. And that's how you. Dude, Floyd Mayweather and 50 Cent. Oh, my God, dude. 50 Cent. We should have known 50 had a project coming because he's been kicking up shit all weekend. Of course. Yes, we got something dry. That's what 50 do, dude. Hey, man. But it's, it's been entertaining. He didn't ice bucket challenge Floyd. He challenged him to a read-off. He said, you can't read Harry Potter, one page of Harry Potter book. Then he downgraded it to Cat in the Hat. I didn't even read. I didn't even look at the video of him reading. Still haven't. I refused to. That shit is fucking hilarious. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't with shit on Floyd like it. Even though he talk a lot of shit, I ain't with shit on Floyd. I ain't participating in that. Um, what I will say, though, yep. is his response. I don't know if it was real or not, but he was like, if I read that one page, can you get your son to say I love you on camera? That was funny. That was, I think that was fake, though. Drop the mic, walk off, we out of here. Dude. That was a good response. walk off. But I ain't got to say nothing else to you. His IG response oh was God. was on point to the $72 million in checks. Oh, my. And one two year, checks. One year. Two checks. One year, two checks, $72 million. Read this, motherfucker. That was it. Another walk-off. He had two walk-offs in like, one game. Is that even possible? Like, come on, dude. So, no. Yeah, but I, the nigga that may be even more dirtier than 50 Cent. Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Man, fucking down. Hey, he played a clip of uh, Floyd trying to read a a drop. You know what a drop is. You know what they say. Hey, man, it's your boy, so-and-so, so-and-so. Y'all check out Power 105, 8 a.m., blah, blah, blah. This nigga was stumbling and bumbling. trying. I couldn't even make it through that whole clip, bro, because he got sad to a certain point. I'm going to be real. It was funny at first. I don't think Floyd even finished high school, though. Like, I wouldn't even, like, what do you expect out of Floyd? It's a lot of people that didn't finish high school that don't sound like that, though. No, but I mean, what you expect, though? I, I expect him to be able to read. Why? Because he's a grown ass man. It's a lot of grown men that can't read. He'll grown. I expect man. all of them to be able to read. <laughs> he's a grown man that's a multi millionaire. I don't can't care. Read. So is Suge Knight. No, nah, he ain't multi millionaire. No more. 
He was. Okay. Point. The, the point that he was a multi-millionaire can't read is sad. But what do you do like if you can't read? Cause look though. Oh, that's a good question. I ain't even get it. I had a story, but I can't even you out pay. this nigga that can't read. But I mean, like in your everyday life, like you got to go to the grocery store. Street signs and shit. <laughs> Street signs. <laughs> directions. Dude, text. Emails. How do you read text? How do you get emails, dude? <laughs> do you got somebody by you all the time that reads? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. It ain't funny, but I don't Okay, Rosetta fuck it. Stone, it's very dude. funny. And I don't understand it. That's crazy. No, nah, but hey, <laughs> he's not the only one that has went to oh, Breakfast man. Club Stumbled and bumbled trying to read a drop. Just like his neck. Like, would you expect him to be able to read? No. Webby. Exactly. I, ha- I we- do not expect <laughs> Webby to be able to read the words back on the rap page that he wrote. We have a clip of Webby attempting to do a drop mm. at the Breakfast Club. Mm. Attempted is a, is a strong word. This is must hear, people. What up, what up? You already know who it is. It's me, Webby the Tree FM, Young Savage, Sweet John Jr. Doing what I do when I do what I do, and I'm doing it with my girl. DJ Envy, Angela Lee, Angela Yee, damn. Angela Yee. Hold on. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte McGay. <laughs> Man, hold up. Oh, Charlamagne. DJ, DJ Lee, hold up. DJ Envy, Angela Lee, and Charlamagne McGay. What up, what up? You already know who it is. It's me, Webby the Tree Fam, Young Savage, Sweet Jones, and you rocking with DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte, your mate. Charlotte, your mate. I, ain't, I don't think I'll never be able to say that right now. I mean, Charlamagne. Hold on, say it one more time. Charlamagne. the God. Charlamagne? I'm dead. I am officially deceased. That's crazy. DOA. I ain't never been saying that, dog. Charlamagne. Charlamagne. Come on. Real man. tears. Real? I don't know. That couldn't have been real. It sounded real. It, just because it was Webby. That's what I'm saying. Just because it was Webby. If y'all want to go look, it's a cartoon, DJ Vlad, on uh, YouTube. Y'all can look Vlad, it up, DJ Vlad. Yeah, he paid it. But I don't know if that was real or not, but I, fuck it, I thought it was funny. Mm. Let's get to this money. Very funny. Uh, let's go to a song break real quick. My boy, Mr. Throw Them D's. Oh Rich God. boy is back. There's no way he still raps. He still raps, goddammit, and he's back. How? Where you rap at? He raps in the studio with Game because he's featured on this song and he's getting beats by Hit Boy, nigga. Y'all check this out. No, it's new. It's brand new. I don't believe it. It's four days old. Nope. Y'all check this out. It's called Ryan Through My City. This ain't nothing I ain't stunning till I hit the button. Wrist side the one the blue river diamonds flooding. Riding by the ocean, just for promotion. Top bad white line to let doors open. Goobers looking froze, should have left the freezer closed. Her breasts and thighs hotter than some wings at Burger Joe's. Now take a pose, got the number with the cameras flashing. Yellow bird flying spur with the dough flat. Convertible status, 20 cares, no fucking salad. I'm coming back from Cali with white bricks up on the pallet. I'm in my city, drop topping, and got my trunk knocking. I made a profit from nothing, I beat this pussy pop. I'm riding my city with the top down. While I'm yelling, I don't wonder this is my time. 808 popping down the block, I let it knock down. And I got your girl riding with me, cause I'm hot now. You see me riding my city, I'm riding my city, I'm riding my city, I'm riding my city, I'm riding my city with the top down. And I got your girl ride with me with a top down. First I tell her take 
off your shirt, then take off your bra, then take off your skirt, now take off your thong. I'm a dog, and she know it. Money, I blow it. My dough's left open. Now can you see me rolling? I'm something like an animal, gorilla slash cannibal, riding with the cannon. I put something in your cantaloupe, and this shit classic. Yeah, something like a can of coke. Polo came and got me 'cause he knew I was the antidote. If you thought that my name was dope, meet the man from Interscope that opened up his phantom door. Pull out a chopper and a scope, bullets like the man in stoke. Red bandana tote, more peas than Mississippi. Even David Banner know I got an Alabama hoe. Cock back the hammer slow. She just left Compton, now she's sliding down Atlanta post. Met a chick from the loo, that's my country grandma hoe. Sing like Nelly and she blow like Barry Manilow. Riding through my city wearing more red than Santa Claus. My life a movie, I am legend. Red drop and a dog. Trunk vibrating like a PlayStation analog. Flying through Compton like Serena Williams tennis ball. Rich boy is back. You hear me? No way. He's back. That song sound alright though. He definitely not back. It did the game versus it slick sound old though. It did was. I ain't gonna don't even worry about it. Was. <laughs> I'm out about that. But you don't even know who Rich Boy is no more. But Rich Boy was solid, and Rich Boy had a actually a real nice debut album though. Real, you know, do him any kind good. of way. It was good. I bought it. That's when that's that CDs, means though. no. In '08, everybody wasn't buying CDs. I was. People were still Fuck. buying CDs in 08. Stop probably buying CDs in like 09. Let's get this paper. Buy that Jeezy though. You buying that Jeezy? Tough. Gotta Special edition and everything. I don't know about all that. Oh. I need a copy. I ain't even gonna listen to it. I just need a copy. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to it on my phone. Listen, man, we back. I'm really excited to talk about this discussion right here. It's on Deck TV podcast. Yes, I am your sir. host, Animal Brown. I am Spike Lou on Instagram and Twitter. Listen, oh, don't forget uh, on Deck TV at on Deck TV podcast is the new Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check that out, and of course the IG is at on Deck TV. Yep, Y'all and go visit on Deck TV Network dot com. Catch up on FSP. Catch up on the Ladies Room podcast. We getting together trying to make this network strong. Y'all support the real out there. Yes, sir. Now, the C word gets thrown around left and right now. Oh my god! Every time somebody drops an album now, oh, I got a classic. Oh, this is a classic. classic. Iggy Azalea album's called the New Classic. Oh god, who said that? Is that the name of her album? That's the name of her album. Fuck out of here! I would never listen to that. I listen to it. It's some slaw. Yeah, I know. That's L- given. So it should have been called the New Slaw. New Slaw. Um, For those who don't know, slaw means so lame and whack. Yes. Um, so what we decided to do was right pick ten albums that we call classic from Doggy Style and Up. Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean that these are the only ten classic albums that have came out in the last twenty no. years. Just our fa- our top ten classics. You may have a different classic. You may not think this is a classic, but to us, our music, sonic sound. Chris got his, I got mine. And these are real classics, too. Yeah, this is no this gas before, up. Yeah, this is before the fluff and the fillers came out. One CD was a classic, the other was a throwaway. This is real deal. Now, in my opinion, mm-hmm. there's four elements to a classic okay. album. Four most important. Okay. I got to go timing, mm-hmm. anticipation, mm-hmm. quality, mm-hmm. and replay value. They have to stand the test of time. Quality, they have to be banging. Anticipation it, it doesn't have to be anticipated But it helps Because that just adds to the mystique of the album You know, and Of course thing, timing Another thing on that that I think Is the mood and slash tone of the album 
Cause mm. Blueprint had a totally different tone from the Dynasty. Right. The next ad, like the Dynasty was right before the Blueprint. It even had a totally different tone from Black Album. It did. So I think that the tone has a lot to do with a classic album. Like it gotta be placed right. It's gotta be all identifiable the song, yeah, too. All the songs gotta fit in together. Right. And like as I start naming my classes, I'll explain what I mean by that. But the tone is very it's very important. Give me the first one that jump off on your list. Uh in no particular order, by the way. Me against the world. Why? I was listening to that the other day. Which one of those elements are the strongest out of on NBA against the world? Replay value. Mm. Is it though? Yes. The beats? Yes. Okay. Uh, Nigga. Right. I was listening to that Me Against the World on Saturday. Yep. I forgot it was 2014. <laughs> This nigga was going in. And if I'm going to give you one track to go listen to, if you don't believe it's a whole class, you like, give me one song, Lou, listen to Young Niggas. Mm. God, he killed that. And it's it's relevant today, right now, to Ferguson, Missouri. Go listen to Young Niggas on that Me Against the World. What you got? I'm going to go, I'm going I'm to stick in the park lane, and I'm not going to do the, the All Eyes on Me, even mm. though that is also a classic album. But I'm not going there. Okay. I'm going Machiavelli. Mm-hmm. My number, two of the elements hit on its strongest. Mm -hmm. Timing and anticipation. And the mood and the tone of that was totally different. Really, it hits all of these, technically. It do. do. But the fact that he died, the fact that all the coincidences with the Mm. seven-day theory, Mm. all of that culminated into, and of course, the quality was piff. He was throwing darts at dudes. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just the intro, the spectacular, the intro bomb first, it's got to be top five. Yeah, intros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even down to the mysterious shook shot me at the very beginning, that which I didn't hear until about a year later. And nobody knows what that's really saying. He's he's clearly saying shook shot me. But that's saying that's not what that says. I remember MTV had a show that was debunking that myth, and they yeah. say that it was saying something else, but they're lying. He's saying shook shot me. That's crazy. But Did that you, album is spectacular. What's your standout? If nobody ain't going to listen to that whole Machiavelli, which first of all, jump off a bridge. Uh, man, that's number one. Well, put your headphones on while you're jumping off, and give them one song to listen to off of them. I like that against all odds. Okay, I Woo! would go. I would go with White Man's World, top five songs ever. That was the shit too. Easily, I like the energy in against all odds though. He meant every last that's syllable true. in that that's song. True. That's true. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go next, and I'm gonna get away from the West Coast. I will come back there later. My next one, I'm gonna give you is Diplomatic Immunity, the double disc. Yes. Nigga, it was crack. nothing stronger than Dipset at that moment, nigga. They hold the clothes, the pink, yep. the the unity, like the sound. It was New York, nigga. It was down south, it was down slick. south, right? Nigga. Everybody was fucking with Dipset, and that diplomatic immunity. It got playback value out of this world. It does. Cam was at his peak. <sighs> Jewels was shaking it, right? Jimmy right. was Jimmy. Jimmy was Jimmy. You know, so but. Does the mixtapes that came out before with the songs uh-uh. on, they don't hurt uh-uh, it uh-uh. just a little bit? Because you got all of them together on that CD, all the all songs right. together on that CD, and that blue CD. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a walk off, dude. <laughs> nah, I'm not mad at that. That's one of the best double disc ever. Um, if I got to give you one song to take away from that is uh, who am I? Who am I? Jewels. That was classic Jewels. Just like I never, never. Ooh, that was classic Jewels. I'm gonna listen to that till I'm 98 years Man, old. I'm gonna listen that way home and everything. <laughs> in 
Hey, what all right. You got for him next? I'm gonna take it with another album that was supposed to be this guy's swan song. I'm going Jay. I'm taking it up top to New York. Mm-hmm. Following you. Mm-hmm. That black album. The black album. 2003. Mm. It now. I'm gonna tell you why though. Tell me why. Because it followed the blueprint too, which a lot of people were disappointed in. Uh-huh. Even though I think it's a quality album, but a lot of people were disappointed. He said, oh, okay, you ain't like that? You ain't uh-huh. like the double album? Uh-huh. This is what I'm going to do. People don't remember. Yeah. It was originally supposed to be 12 songs with 12 producers. Mm. But he couldn't get the Dre. He couldn't get the Primo. And the Neptunes and Kanye and Just Blaze kept throwing heat at him. So he mm. just made it a full-length LP. Do you remember? This what shit was, was amazing. On the... Uh on the, the black album when he had the movie, Fade to Black? Yeah, Fade to Black came out a year later. Do you remember when Kanye walked in there with that Lucifer beat, the look on Jay's face? See, that got all to do with timing and the mood and the stuff that that you can add to it. Then you go back and listen to it. You be like, you can see how hype he was when he got the beat. Like, he came in there and played that Lucifer, y'all in the morning. Listen. I'm going to take you out. Man, Jay look like a, a kid in a fucking candy store, dude. Listen, a lot of a shout out heavy yo. He gets on us all the time in the group text. He mm. say that people be riding Jay a he little bit Jay too much. I'm gonna tell you this album right here with the DVD. The DVD was really the first time we seen him going to the. We seen him write something in his head, go into the booth and spit crack. Right. Like when that dust your shoulders off beat was playing and he was. Dun, dun, dun. He was looking in his head and he's like, I'm ready. And he was in there one ripping take, it. One taking it, <laughs> Listen to that verse, dude. That's he amazing, was, he bro. Was fucking killing it. That shit, that album right there was crazy. My standout boy is that allure. Oh, Jesus. Man, rest in peace, my nigga Ike, man. That was my nigga Ike's favorite song. Dude. He loved allure, nigga. That song is amazing. God. Yeah, that is dope. Um, I keep it J though, and I'm gonna go blueprint for my classic, and I will tell you why. Come on with the obvious ass classic. You can't like that's the that's <laughs> arguably the best rap album ever. Whoa, ever. That's my favorite rap album ever. But that and riding dirty. But spoiler alert. But <laughs> the difference between blueprint and black album is to me blueprint was more musically. It was better. The beats, how okay. it sounded, the soul samples. Black album, he was just fucking murdering. He was going all Jay-Z back, reasonable doubt, just murdering stuff. He was. But this right here, I think, Gabe, this was Jay-Z's most personable album. Song Cry, uh, yeah. Mama Loves Me, Renegade. All of that stuff, it feel like that he was, that was the first time he was really opening the door and letting you in, and I think it was real dope on his end. That is obviously a superb Tough. album. Uh, if I'm going to take one, of course, stand away song, I'm going to go with Song Cry. Yeah. That's Jay ain't since then he has not gotten as personal ever and even before then. Oh, uh, lost ones? No, not his song cry. Yeah, you're right. Shit, song crying. You must love me. His two most personal songs. You must love me on that uh volume one. Man, nah, that that, that was a shit. And it changed the sound of the yes. sample sound of how music is yeah is, was done that, that year. Blueprint CD changed that it gave you that sped up slow soul sample sound. Like that's where that originated. From. Yeah, for like a whole project. Yeah, not one song. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind. I'm gonna take it to the '90s real quick. Where you going? 1998. Mm. Shiny suits are everywhere. Wow, man, don't do no puff daddy. Your CEOs are dancing all in your videos. Oh, man. And the nigga comes out. I think I'm gonna throw up. Barking like a dog, no shirt, 
chain around his neck with a dog tattoo on his back. DMX? DMX comes out with that dark and hell is hot. Oh my god. That's a classic. That might have been ninety seven. I can't remember. That's a classic though. Hell fucking yeah. Who knew? N- nigga, we hadn't seen nothing like it. Nothing. A crack smoking rapper? Yes, we hadn't seen that. Oh, okay. Not a functional one. <laughs> is he functional? Well, he was functional then, I guess. That first album was like it, it was everything that was not out right then. Even That's down true. to the first video, the black and white joint when he was in the tunnel. Like that shit that was shit. grimy, that was son. York. That was New York shit. That was New York shit. We need Rizzo to throw a mile on you I know Rizzo hype right now as I'm saying all of this. One thing. Oh, Two shit. Things. Here come the hate. No, no, no. I ain't gonna hate. I just I wanna get some information out there. Okay. How much money did DMX wife say they had in their account at one time? Was it 20, 30? Million dollars? Oh, it was M's. And they broke now. Is DMX broke for real, though? Define broke. Broke. Like he living off a salary or an allowance. He checked the check now. But they said he living off an allowance of what, like $50 a day? I don't know what the fuck this shit is. Like they said, his allowance was fifty dollars a day, dude. The fuck out of here. His accountant told him his allowance. I don't even think he got an accountant no more. So this may have been a false story, but man, the the track that I'm taking away from that is that Rough Riders anthem. That got me sold on him. That That got me sold on him because he was ripping it. No, I like that other one off. If I'm gonna take one, what type of games are being played? It's on, and I got to know it's on. Oh, how's it going down? How's it going down? That was the shit. That's his best song. What you got? Um, since we going dog, I stay in there to give you that doggy style. Okay. That doggy style CD, man, I had never heard nothing like that when it came out in '94, and that was skits. Yeah. That that was just Snoop. What's my name? The video way turned into the dog. You don't like me. You like my doggy style. <laughs> the gin and juice video where they threw the house party and the parents like that whole push. That was brilliant it marketing. Was. It ain't probably been a better marketed album since then, dude. It worked to a T. Jesus, it worked. And Snoop sold damn near. I ain't even going to put no number on how many he sold. Because I don't know for real. He went hard. And I remember everything you just named and all of that shit stuck out to me. Stuck out? Because we, we was kids, nigga. And right. Like, nigga, this shit funny. That nigga had the hockey jerseys. Nigga started rocking the hockey jerseys. And that one was fresh, though. Yeah, I'm hot Nigga had the Ottawa, whatever it was. With the, with the fro. Yeah, he was doing the damn thing. Um, so yeah, if I'm gonna take one song from that, I'm gonna take Lottie Dottie because niggas didn't know Snoop could rap like that. And he took that old <laughs> Slick Rick and he gave him that Lottie Dottie and killed it. That used to be one of my favorite songs. That was the first song I learned off that CD. Lottie Dottie, we like the party. That was a one. Man, let me go down south because right now I know people are hearing this like, man, y'all just gonna neglect the south, go back west, north, ping pong, like I mean, west and uh, up north, ping ponging. Sure. No, we got down south on here too. Down south is gonna dominate for the rest of it. In my down south, the first one I'm going to do is Outcast. What? 1998, Aquimini. Mm. Him and I, Aquimini. So I exit off my list because I had the same thing. Okay, okay, okay. But see, it, this was tough because I'm, I'm in the AT Aliens real heavy. So I went back and forth. But mm. I think this one like put them in a whole nother dimension. And this was right before they just went all the way left field to me. Like, after this was Miss Jackson, it was, like, hella commercial. Not to say that's a bad thing, but I think this was the last of, like, a normal Andre and a normal big boy, as quote-unquote normal can get, because Andre was still kind of... He was on his way. just before he got weird. He he had just got a fresh little taste of that Erica Badu pussy. Right, right. He just started eating it. And it wasn't no turning back. It wasn't no turning back, dude. He got some of them flavors in his mouth he couldn't get out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Return of the G. 
Mm. That song right there, man, come on. It's several. It's so much heat on here. But I like that y'all scared with Goody Mob, though. Yeah, yeah, but Return of the G, man, like, yeah, that was great fucking murdered that. Yeah, he did. God, he murdered that. That artist storytelling was was that artist storytelling five two. I don't know what happened to the Outcast, man. I need that Outcast back though. You no know big Outcast fan, and I don't even need that back or nothing. I just go listen to it. What? Me. You know what Killer Mike said? Uh, he better not say nothing crazy about Outkast. No, no, no. He was just saying how Dre blew so much money for him and put him in a bind, and he was still mm. being respectful though. He was like, "Wait a minute, blew mo- blew money for who? Him? For Killer, Killer Mike? Mike? Yes. He." He, How do you? He. This is what he said on the Fan Bros podcast. Fan Bros. I mean, whatever the fuck the name of it is. Charlemagne Bridges. Oh yeah, 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 Bridges. Yeah, yeah, but he was just like, at the point in time that he was signed to Outkast was the same point in time that Dre didn't want to go on tour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dre not wanting to go on tour, him being signed up under them caused a lot of rift between the label and the, of course, company. He was saying this was just at the time. That he had released his own stuff and starting to get his own money. Like yep. before then, he was getting paid off niggas just showing him love and per diem and stuff like that. But afterwards, he said as soon as it was time for him to start cashing them checks, rolled out the killer mic. Yeah, Dre pulled out. He said he was salty about that, as he should be. Hell, fuck. He said that put him in a whole nother going from here to back, nigga. What you finna do with your life? Right. So, yeah. And probably, and Dre probably didn't give him no explanation. Nah, though. he said, what Killer Mike said he got from that is he would never, ever again in his life let another man be responsible for his likeness. Because he's like, man, I can sell myself and make money. Like, I don't need the money that they gonna bring, but I still need to be able to do it myself. And he said he's taking an independent route. Shout out to Killer Mike. He got the barbershops and stuff down here now. That's crazy. Um, I'm gonna go next. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go south, and I'm gonna go my favorite album of all time, Riding Fucking Dirty. Mm. Classic, classic Pimp C, classic Bun B, classic Beats, classic Feel. I'm gonna make a movie out of Riding Dirty one day. Y'all look for that coming soon. That'll be hard. Riding Dirty is fire, and if I gotta give you one song, it's Diamonds Against the Wood. Actually, I gotta give you two. It's High Life. High Life (laughs) and Diamonds Against the Wood. Two of the realest songs ever made. That UGK right there was a, about a second before my heavy Ooh, rap listening time. You missed it. About a, one second, I missed it. That came out around the time Slammer Jamma and she used to go down in Nashville. My Nashville people know what I'm talking about. Slammer Jamma. fucking Jamma. when TSU had the gravel parking lot, nigga, up at the Gentry Center. <laughs> niggas was peeling out, banging that murder. Rocks was flying everywhere. This is when niggas had like cutlasses and Bonnyvilles and shit mm. like that. This was way, this is 96. I'm going to keep it down south. Lil Wayne. Yeah. He ain't got no class. You're a damn lie. What, got because that Carter Two, my friend, is a classic album. Is it a classic or is it the best Wayne album? And Wayne, we want him to be such a good rapper that we got to give him one. Is that what's going on here? It's both. Okay. Because. Because it, it don't measure up to nothing else on your list. Um, That's debatable. That's not. Because, look, though, Carter we, Two, man, this was when Wayne, was this his sixth, his fifth album? And four hundred degrees. Yep. Five hundred degrees. Yeah, that's his fifth album. Like, this was his first album without Manny Fresh. Niggas didn't know what was gonna happen. Uh Is it gonna fall off? That's true. Like, what he gonna sound like? The Carter One Man Manny Fresh on him. Yep, all Manny Fresh. Go DJ. That's my DJ. All of them. Damn, he did the Birdman Junior beat. And the Mr. Dog too. Tough. Shit. 
And the first time Oh god damn This was the first album Without him And like This was 05 And like That nigga Like he is Ripping that album Like it's ridiculous This is when he was In this like Rap heyday Like I don't know What happened He rapping his ass off On I ain't gonna lie He is rapping his ass off And if I have to take One song from there I got to go Oh man I like it I like Best Rapper Alive Because the second verse Is probably his best verse ever Uh huh Best Rapper Alive, y'all go back and listen to that second verse. That verse is amazing. It's everything. It's dude best 16 he's ever going to spit. Yeah, he did rip that. You heard it here first. If I had to pick one off that, give me that uh, Get Over with Nicki on there 21. Not Nicki Minaj, but whoever that Nicki is that he got singing on there. Get Over? What the fuck is that? That, like, 21. Um. Oh, yeah, the the chick. The, that was oh. a little cool and Dre beat a little sample Shit. on there. Fire. That song was hard. Jeez. That song was hard. Right. What you got? Um, what I got next? If we gonna stay down south. We gonna go to the Kang, and I got to give you that trap music. Oh shit! Niggas was on Instagram telling me it wasn't a classic. It wasn't Ti best album, and it is, and it is. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. And if I gotta give you one song from this, I still love you. I got fucks with Tilt. I fucks with that Tilt trap music. That trap music. Fire. Was Let that me the explain first? why though. Okay. Because a lot of people don't understand why I'm saying that trap music is so fire. Like we said earlier, T, I can put them commercial hits out. Most of He's probably the best street rapper as far as lyrically we got. At the same time, he got that uncutness that he has as well. And it was way more pre- prevalent in trap music. It was. Like you could still see both sides. Like you could tell he was rapping his ass out, but you could still see the street nigga too. Yeah. And not just taking anything away from Urban Legend and anything that came out because those are dope CDs, but that element of, of gritty, rawness, the twenty foes and, and shit that was on I'm serious too. Like it wasn't there no more. And I ain't mad at him for that because you gotta sell records. Right. But that's why that to me that trap music is so fire because you had the best of both worlds. I got T.I. on my list too what you got? But I got a different album I like that King bro That's God awful What? That's the worst That's the worst album on your list That's T.I.'s worst album uh, no, That is whoa, God whoa, awful Whoa Whoa T.I. my nigga Number one I, I cannot stand that album Number one T.I. vs. C.I.P. is his worst album Let's mm-hmm. be very clear about that too. Both of them got one good song Number two <laughs> This album is Stupid crazy straight through. That's impossible. Come Bruh. on, don't do us no kind of way. Bruh, don't do the old deckers any kind of way and tell me King is straight What through. you know? Live in the sky? That's bang. Why you want a top back? Like all of these songs are piff, bro. Why Good life. Go, why you want to go and do that? That's piff? I mean, that's that's a it was a popular Come song. Come on, man. Hello? Good life? What's hello? Nigga do a hello with governor? No. This nigga said no. No. This nigga said no. We're not gonna do that king like it and put it on no pedestal. Dude, and no, no, I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna tell you why this is considered a classic. Now I'm not saying this is better than track for track, trap music, or urban legend or for that matter. Urban legend is a little bit too commercialized. It was. But it was but like this king know with them two song with them two uh singles I mentioned and you couple that with the ATL movie, this boosted dude into a house he was a household name after this. I won't lie and say that ain't happening. That's that what, was a single. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, what you know about? Oh my god, that was big. God damn, that was big though. That did put you out on another level. But I, don't, I really, I do not like it. Album. That's I what like, makes that's it a classic. Favorite album. I don't believe that, but it did put him on another level. All right, let's get to this money. My last two by the same guy. Mm. The first one is Thug Motivation One Hundred One. Change the fucking game. You have two by Jesus. Yes. 
Wow. Thug Motivation 101 is the first one. Change okay. the game. Eh. Change the game and my ass. Eh. It wasn't no trap rap before Thug Motivation 101 trap music? slash Trap or Die came out. It was no trap music. There was no such thing as trap music before Trap or Die. So T.I.'s trap music wasn't trap music. It was not trap music. That was a cold-ass nigga <laughs> who happened to be real, and he rapped and could tell you a little bit about trapping. Okay. Jeezy's right. sole purpose in life was to get on there, do that trap or die, and bring trap rap to the forefront. That's sole purpose in life. Jeezy changed people's lives with that whole era. That yeah. era, that trap or die? <laughs> Come on, man. You wouldn't know 60% of the rappers out right now if it weren't for trap or die. Yeah, that shit was amazing. And the movement that went along oh with my it, God. That, that's a lot to do with timing. That shit was amazing. And man. anticipation, because I remember when it leaked. I remember when Trap or Die came out. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Listen to me, man. The intro was so crazy. Rest in peace, my nigga d -Tay. I was in West Nashville on Alameda. We was all sitting there chilling. He had just left the 80s when mixtapes was huge. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga came in and said, man, I got a nigga y'all ain't never heard of, and he fired. <laughs> We don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> when they got the CD out the car, they had no writing, no nothing on it. They had three songs on there. I don't remember what the other two one was, but one was Air Forces. Mm. That motherfucker came on and said, I went from old school Chevys to drop top Porsches. You couldn't walk a mile in my Air Forces. It was over. Mm. I was hooked from that <laughs> moment. And then the beat dropped. I said, ah, oh, shit. This nigga from down the street. Yeah, he was. that was unheard of hey, when he dropped. He done it. It was. Jesus done his damn thing with that. I never get the first time I heard that L Forces. Or Jesus for that matter. I'm a I'm a um well I, we still got like three left, but I'm gonna run through this quick. I I'm I'm gonna go big, the double disc life after death. Uh, I ain't got no big on mine. I thought that that's just so disrespectful. It is. It is. Because that double disc is that. fire. It is. If I gotta take a song off of it, it's sky's the limit. I'm gonna oh. listen to that until I'm gray. Old and gray in a wheelchair, I will have that sky's the limit on whatever we're listening to on music in 2080. What's the other song on this too that's fire? Um, I like it, man. Like this too is, is kind of like the slow song too. Sky is the limit. Huh? That's that shit. But I mean, you got to think like more money, more problem. Like, like, and dude, bars? Yeah. Like, that nigga big could rap his ass off. Big cold, man. Like, dude, People cold, still don't give him bro. the respect this dude. Dude could rap his ass off. Damn, that nigga was cold. Jesus, my last one I got is the recession. I don't know how you got three more. Tough. Ten, nigga. Uh, last one I got is the recession. I crossed out Machiavelli because we both had that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's probably why. The last one I got, nigga. If you ain't that. The whole thing with the recession was the mood. Nobody addressed or captured the recession like Jeezy did. Mm. Like, the, the nigga took that trap or die whole same movement. And when everybody was going through it, needing to hear from their favorite trap rapper, he hit you with the recession and fucking bodied it. Don't Do It is one of the best fucking songs Jeezy ever Jeezy don't do did. It. And I didn't know till about a year and a half, two years later, after just riding and listening to it one day, that the nigga went through the whole volume one CD in that second verse and just naming Super late. I said a year after the CD came out. Ah, okay. Not a year ago. But it, it took me about a year to realize, damn, he just named like nine Jay-Z songs in his, in his verse. But that's 
dope. A lot of people don't know that either, too. Right. Nah, he, he was ripping that. He was and killing that second verse. The recession, is to me, is cool. Like, nah, I, like I said before, that. 1 That's through fire. 8 is the same song. No, it's not. It is. They're all different. And they all banging. And they all snowmen. <laughs> Man, look, I still, yeah, you miscalculated on your count. Because this is 10. And I've got two left. I had Doggy Style, Machiavelli, Me Against the World, Riding Dirty, Blueprint, Equimini. I crossed it out because we had that too. Ah, Trap that's Music, why. Diplomatic Community, Thug Motivation, and the Recession. Ah, that's definitely 10. So you had to cross out some. So I, my, real quick, I had to throw Kanye in there because that oh graduation is spectacular. That graduation, <laughs> that was like, what was that, 07? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was around the time like Curtis and American Gangster, Ti versus Tip. Like his Got sound. A graduation battle with one of his yeah. Went to, it went head to head with Curtis. Oh, it was Curtis. Yeah. I no wonder it sold out. Sold that shit. Yeah, it ended up Curtis doing nine hundred and fifty first week. Jesus. Wow. God, nine Kanye will never do that again. Nobody will ever do that again. How the fuck did he sell nine fifty first week? Bro, that graduation, bro, That's and. Fine. Uh, like that motherfucker, man. That like the way it sound, and even when it come, wake up, Mr. West. Yeah, he did. Bruh. See, Kanye West been pushing the envelope for years, though. God, Jesus. I'm gonna listen to that graduation on the way home. Man. Jesus, and my song to take is that I wonder. Oh my God, flashing lights. I wonder. Do you know? That's a classic. Uh, I put on there my last two, man. I put on there Watch the Throne. That ain't no classic. You a goddamn lie. That lived up to the hype and exceeded it. Not because it was a what? Kanye. It was a Kanye West album, which is with Jay Z features. That's what I want. No, I don't. I want a Jay Z album That's not and true. a Kanye produced album where Kanye raps sometimes. That's not true. That's all I want. I don't want Kanye like influencing the whole city. With that shit was song for shit. song, bro, and it, it was, was good. ripping it. Jay was murdered. Jay was. But Kanye got him on maybe four, <sighs> three. I have to go back and retaliate that. I'd retaliate that one. Uh, he got him on a few. I get it. And my last album, man, I, I, there's no way on earth I'm not I'm getting out of here without naming my boy Master P. Uh, 1997. Ice Cream Man. Get OD. A lot of people say Ice Cream Man, but ice I don't cream. agree with that. Uh, ice Cream Man raised me, nigga. I it, it's banging, but it's not a classic. I think Get OD is his classic album. P was slick my uncle when I was 15. P was ah uh, he was related to me somehow. I don't know. So you said Get OD is a classic. I do. I'm gonna tell you why, because it came out late '97, the, and it, this was the first uh, joint he had on MTV mm. with the make him say. Uh, this was his crossover. This this crossed him over and got him over outside of the below the Mason Dixon. That's true. And like this kicked off that 1998 lineup that is would never be done ever again. Nah, him, nah, nobody ever do that. That's why I say that he it's a classic no album. He don't get enough credit for that either. And I, he does it, and I, and I bought that shit like nine times because I've lost it and bought it over again. And if I lose this one that I bought, I will be buying it for a tenth time. Same thing with me with uh, Riding Dirty. I'm not mad at that. And my joint coming up out of there, I got to say, is, ooh, I like Only Time Will Tell. Mm. I do. I like Only Time Will Tell. I like Come and Get Some. I like the uh, remake. Ooh. Ah, that was that shit. That gangsters need love. Tell me where. That was that one. That singing was oh, worse shit, than How Weezy. Nah, I'm killing How Weezy. Um, all right, man. Hold on. Listen. And I mean, Ed McMahon. <laughs> man, that was our classic talk. This is what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to go on Twitter, do at On Deck TV Podcast. Give us a few of your classic albums. You know what, though? And you know why? What? 
you know what? Even on top of that, okay. what we gonna do? We gonna start. We hear we hear the backlash. We know y'all want to be a part of this show. We hogging the airtime. We hear it all. So we gonna set up a number and we gonna tweet it out and y'all call the number and just leave us why you think what album is a classic and we'll play it for y'all next week. There you go. So we gonna set that up. We gonna tweet out the number. Y'all be looking for it on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, wherever you did your social media stuff. Call it. You got 14 seconds to give us the classic album and why it's a classic and say what you want to say. We might play it. We might not. Uh, unless you say some bullshit. If you say some bullshit, we're going to play it in straight air you out. <laughs> straight donkey of the day. Straight don't do it. Straight you out of here. Oh, uh, shit. Speaking of out of here, your boy Young Thug took a picture with Rich Homie Quan on Instagram. We got to put the band back on Young Thug, man. This nigga said, with my hubby. Rich homie if Quan. I was Rich Homie Quan, you can't even post it. I'm hitting you uh, in your jaw. That's the lifestyle they're in right no, now. No, it's not. I've never in fucking life. That's what they say. Would man. I, or if I had a son, would he refer to his son, to his friend as hubby? Bruh. What in the fucking living hell type of shit is that? I have no clue. It's fucking amazing. That's man. what they. That's what Young Thug on right that, now. Man, that's what Young Thug on. I ain't putting it on everybody else. That doesn't. Are you surprised? Have I'm you seen su- this nigga Fitz? I'm surprised that that, that Rich Homie Quan let him post it. How did he know he was gonna say that? I I wouldn't even take no pictures with that nigga. He would have had to delete it though. Yeah, like you got fam. to take like I'm calling. I would have been blowing his phone up today, like bro, you know, take that shit down. I'm finna ride up on you. <laughs> got your hubby, nigga. <laughs> Whooping your ass up and down the street. <laughs> Fuck wrong with you, dude. Like that's that's crap. Yeah, that ain't nothing right that there. That's crap, dude. Hey, you mentioned song break, man. You mentioned your favorite song on the J was Song Cry. Tough. So somebody has remade well not remade it, but they dropped a song called Song Cry. Who was that disrespectful? I'm actually fucking with it though. Who shout out. Was that disrespectful? Shout out J Ho if he shot me the new mixtape that that new you know the first of the Just month. Spill the beans on who he, was that disrespectful? He always shoot me the new news, and this was on here. Yo boy Vado, my boy Vado, slime. He raps still. I thought Cam like he, deported him. He dude. still raps and he has a banger he had the on audacity his audacity to take song cry. Yes. Oh man. So we gonna play it. I need to know, can this even hold a candle to the original? I can tell you that right now. No. We the, we the. Uh, I can't see it coming down my eyes, but I gotta make the song cry. Yeah, I see it coming down your eyes, but that's because you're wrong, ma. Just my thoughts, wondering what I bought Remember when you were shy and I asked you drop pause Oh, cause you out late, that's my fault You let a nigga eat on our plate, use my fault Here's a few racks off the safe, some fly clothes Can keep the Cartier, but bae, I need time off It's too many bras to concentrate I guess you the broad that got away Peace. 
the CD, just me and my girlfriend And you wasn't even my girl then You were giving away without getting at me Thought he was getting money, so you gave him a key How many times you forgiven me? How was I to know that you tried forgetting me? It's been years, damn, like 10 years A lot of pain, suffering, man, drip tears This wasn't even the plan, had big fears Still I play cool as a fan when chicks near I took advantage, knowing you couldn't stand it Thought we wouldn't manage, bought you shoes for the damage And the price is high as the hills are Remember you riffing like when you gon' get a real job Bottle got him one. It's better than I thought. I'll accept that. that. I will say that it's better than I thought, but I will not say that he doesn't need to change the name of that song. Actually, I believe he should have just gave it to somebody else. That song has been on repeat in my iPhone for the past week. I needed anybody else but Bottle. <laughs> I'm just keep it all the way real. He wasn't talking about nothing. What? He wasn't talking about nothing. It's cool to flow, be banging, hook straight. Man, all of that. listen. I would have rather heard Don Tripp on that, dude. I fuck with Don Tripp, so he I'm not body that. that. Nah, Votto did just he fine. Did. It take a nigga like Khaled to gas you to call that. See, I know DJ Khaled's slimy ass was behind this. <laughs> call his song Cry, cuz. Come on, we the best. <laughs> that Suffering shit, from success. That shit banging. And Votto will never make a song harder than that. That's probably accurate, very accurate. I cried when I first heard it. I believe you. You cried because the Packers going to suck this year and BJ Raji is out of there. Hey, man, fantasy football, man, that FSP, Fantasy Football League, is popping off this Sunday. My nigga Jay Helm felt some kind of way because I ain't going to be in the league, though. That's fine. You were going to take take up last place anyway. No. I promise you I'm you focusing was. my efforts on I'm, I'm, I'm only doing one fantasy football team this year. Mm-hmm. I got an A-plus in the draft. Nobody wants to fucking mention it. <laughs> Last year, I got an F in the draft, and it was all over fucking message boards and tweets and shit. A-plus, the best fantasy football draft. Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback. Mm, I see you, boy. Got Nick Foles backing him up. Mm. You know, I got a squad. Chris Johnson and C.J. Spiller. Chris Johnson? And C.J. Spiller. What year is this? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Was this the twenty ten? But look, though, he ain't my number one back. I hope not. I got like six backs. You don't want me to get into this, man. This 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 the on deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, I'm your boy Animal Brown. As you just heard, man, we had a fantasy draft this past weekend. It's another one from FSP coming up this weekend. Y'all follow that. Follow On Deck TV Network. Follow the On Deck TV Podcast Twitter. Go check out all the shows out of network. We got a lot of good things coming down the pipeline for y'all. Shout out to the people that's supporting us. Uh, my man, Tennessee Air Sam. Shout out to Tweet Out. said he was fucking with the episode last week, so shout out to Sam. Yeah, man. Hey, hey it sound, we say this every week, and that shit sound cliche and corny, but we for real deal appreciate the support. We appreciate the texts, the tweets, the retweets, the likes, all that shit. We see all of it. We yeah. appreciate it, man. We we trying to do things, make it bigger and better. Right, and it ain't, it, like you said, but we definitely don't take it for granted. Uh, we ain't sitting here thinking that we are. Uh, we this and we that and, and don't nobody got to do this or do that for us. We definitely appreciate the support, appreciate people listening and stuff like that. 
it mean a lot to us. Most deaf, man. What you uh, uh hold on though. We missed something though, Joe Budden. What happened with Joe Budden oh real quick? Oh my god. So the NYPD, <laughs> the New York Police Department, put a tweet out saying that rapper Joe Buttons was wanted, 6'2", 200 pounds, wanted for stealing a lady's cell phone in New York. And he's on the run. If you have any information about this dude, dial uh, 1-800-577-TIPS. Oh, wow. So apparently they didn't know Joe Budden was like all on Twitter and everywhere fucking else right across the river in New Jersey. Right. And Joe Budden was like, dude, I'm right here. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Matter of fact, the news came and rolled up on him and they found him with no problems. And talked to him and had an interview and he had a pink shirt. on. He had a pink shirt, most deaf. I don't know what he was thinking with that. But, like, this shit was hella funny, though. Like, I don't know. He was pissed. He said he's going to sue the NYPD. He needed. He No, nah, he just got paid off as total slaughter. Don't do that. He just he got, got paid. $200. 200. Oh, okay. Let him live, oh, dude. I didn't on another note, Eminem got a new album coming out on Black Friday. Does he? Yeah, it's called Shady 15. I don't believe It's that. a double disc. I promise I don't believe it. But it's, it's, it's one album's greatest hits, one album's all new material. See, it takes, it's over with it a dude, though, bro. Shook shit. Like, why don't we just quit? Nah, like, retire, dude. You done sold enough records. It's over with, man. Like, it's, it's just, like, just stop. Just stop. He dude. on tour with Rihanna right now for those keeping keeping skull. He on a monster tour. I wouldn't even go to that, bro. Uh, no. Well, hold, no, hold on. He'll be down here. Hold, is it? No, yeah, hold he on. coming out here to the P Mark in the Park thing or something. I take it back, though. Hold on. No. If Eminem is giving me... Free tickets. Uh, okay, I, I do need free tickets. Tough. But if he's giving me like blonde haired Eminem, like give me like a medley of that piff, I would fuck with that. That's just like trying to go to Outcast concert and hear Quim and I in ATL is though. They you may gonna, give you, you a little get, bit of no, that. You're gonna get Miss Jackson. You're gonna get uh <laughs> Rosa Parks. That's a Quim and I. Yeah, well, but that ain't the Quim and I you want though. Yeah, that ain't what you want. So no, that ain't gonna happen. Shout out to the PR team, man. Piper, my girl Ray Nettle over there, Piper Ray. PR Productions over there working with us, doing big things, so expect stuff from us in the pipeline there. What you got up this weekend, man? Uh, I will be on that Madden Heavy, mm. whooping ass and taking names. I ain't even going to play you yet because you've been practicing all day. Because you, know, you don't want them problems. No, you've been practicing all day. I've been out here busting my ass, getting to this money. <laughs> and that shit is fire. I'm going to go home and stay up to about <laughs> One thirty or two, and get my game type. Y'all find me online. I am Spike Lewis, my gamer tag. Fuck with your boy on deck animal. I am on Xbox One online. Xbox Fuck One with for me. me as well. I will whoop your ass in that man in about three days. Give me three days. What's today? Today is actually today Tuesday. Is Tuesday they hearing this on Wednesday. Friday night. Friday night, catch me on that man. Any damn Friday or Saturday, you want to play me on that man and try to get you some bragging wipes and get your ass whooped. <laughs> Trust good. me, people. He's not that good at Madden. I'm a beast. You have nothing to fear. I'm a beast. Remember when niggas used to get games and be up all night for like Man, all night to the next dude, morning? I'm like, though. like I will never forget. <laughs> Shout out my nigga Latink. I never forget. We bought that. Uh, what's the car game where you could customize? The oh my god, shit. we used to play that for days in a row. Man, I can't listen think of the name to of me. It. Me and my nigga Latink sit there out west and play that motherfucker. I'm promising you from like eight at night. 
to like seven in the next morning. What was that? PS two or what was that on? That was on uh, Xbox. Ah, it you was could modify the cards. Yeah, I had it on Xbox. But I ain't never had a PlayStation. What the fuck was the name of that? That shit. You could put the rims on there. They had the candy paint and all that shit. They had the regular whips. That was fan. You fixed the motherfuckers up. Yeah, and then you do the races, man. But they was challenging as hell, yeah, though. You had to go through the city and shit like that, race through the whole city. That shit was fire. Yeah, that was cold. I can't stay up there late no more. Nah, nah man. I can't do it. I, I try. I'm off on it. <laughs> nigga, I get one game in, I got to go to sleep. Man, I'm getting old, nigga. Hey, it's Labor Day weekend coming up, too, man. Luda so, down here doing this. Uh, the Luda Day weekend. Luda Day weekend. I forgot about this. Shout out my nigga Poe, man. His birthday this weekend. He going to come in town fuck with us. Ah, that's what's up. See what he got going on. All white party on Saturday, man. Supposed to be doing so. Bo be shaking. I'm going to have to be in there. I'm going to have to go do that thing. Where is it? Oh, uh, compound. Yeah, I'm going to have to go do that thing. Celebrity basketball game on Sunday. I might follow up in there. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. We have to do that thing right there, too, man. I'm talking like he's in line they do that thing goddamn goddamn like uh, uh, goddamn uh, you know, this the on deck tv <laughs> podcast we appreciate you listening i am spike lou hey man i'm animal brown we out good morning oh and in case i don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night <laughs>